Welcome to the awesome pod makes you are listening to Abby. The idea behind this podcast was to talk about how certain movies and TV shows made me feel when I watched them for the very first time. A reputed filmmaker once said, "When a piece of art invokes a similar feeling amidst a large audience, it's the triumph of the filmmaker. That's the magic of cinema. I love the magic of cinema." Today I'll be talking about Marvel Studios Loki season 2 episode 4. Whether Marvel creates movies or TV shows, they are all cinematic. This episode's title is Heart of the TVA written by Eric Martin and Catherine Blair. The episode is directed by Justin Benson and Aaron Moorehead. It's the 6th series with a Kevin Feige production credit after Hawkeye, Moon Knight, Ms. Marvel, She-Hulk Attorney at Law and Secret Invasion. Previously on begins with Obi's line from the episode titled Ouroboros. Obi says, "The temporal loom is the heart of the TVA." Also the title of this episode. This episode begins with Marvel Studios logo transitioning into the flow of sacred timeline, which further showcases the branching timelines around the Citadel. Miss Minutes shows Renslayer a projection of the recording we heard in this season's first episode. The conversation transpired between He Who Remains and Ravona Renslayer in the Citadel at the end of time. Renslayer is in her Hunter A23 attire. The projection is like a dollhouse setting and Renslayer watches it from behind. I wish Renslayer's vision was more from a frontal angle so she could see her and He Who Remains' expressions, unless it was a conscious choice to manipulate her character. After their conversation, Renslayer opens a time door and says, "The TVA awaits our commands. Our, our commands." So both of them were to head the TVA. Renslayer asks, "Shall we go?" He remains response, "I'll catch up. It's been a long road. See you soon." Also, there are two chairs at the Citadel. He who remains appears sad once Renslayer leaves. He summons Miss Minutes from his temp pad to pull protocol 42. Miss Minutes checks, is it time? He replies, erase her memories. She checks again, are you sure? He says, erase all their memories. Miss Minutes complies saying, if you say so. He who remains mumbles, I am sorry. So first he orders to erase Renslayer memories and then the entire TVA. That's it. That's your flashback? I already guessed that at the end of previous episode. Are you kidding me? What's new in this? I only got to know the location, time and costume of the conversation. I am mighty disappointed. I thought the reveal would be visually more intriguing and not just an information dump. I expected better. Renslayer checks with Miss Minutes if she helped to win. Miss Minutes reveals, "Not just help, you commanded the army." Renslayer says, "I continue to do all the work to keep him there." Miss Minutes replies, "Something like that." So not exactly that. Okay, Miss Minutes' answers are very ambiguous. Unless you show me visuals, I'm not believing much of what you say, Miss Minutes. Miss Minutes proposes they don't need Victor Timely or he who remains. Maybe they never did. Loki title sequence begins. The time door opens in the war room and Victor Timely steps in. Funny thing is that the door closes. According to the previous episode, I thought Loki and Mobius follow Victor Timely through the same door. What just happened? Victor Timely says, "The TVA." The way he says it, it's not even a question mark. 
I don't trust this guy. Has everyone made a huge mistake getting him here? When he turns and looks at his face sculptures, he's not even a teensy bit surprised. As if he always expected it to be there. Timely walks out of the war room and roams around the corridors of the TVA. He reaches the corner with the multiversal war and timekeeper's poster at the end of the hallway. Hunter B-15 appears from behind and spots Victor. Mobius and Loki follow soon after. The moment that happens, Victor Timely's demeanor changes and he starts questioning them. Timely says, Stop! What do you want with me? Loki says, Come with us and we'll show you. It's like, Come with me if you want to live. Suddenly, Victor doesn't find all of this reassuring. Victor Timely is such a jerk. Mobius requests Victor to trust them. Timely says he's from the shadowcracy capital of the world. He doesn't trust anyone. You're the most shadowcratic entity in the multiverse. No one can trust you. Sylvie joins them and Victor Timely says, Everyone wants me. I should have some say. Yes, you thief of free will. You should have some say. Something quakes and Victor Timely looks at the floor asking, Is that my loom? Can he see through the floor? Or is he just talking about the quake? Why don't you show us? Loki confirms it's the loom and only Timely can help them fix it. We see Judge Gamble and Hunter B-15 step out of the elevator. They discuss what they should do with General Dox and her team. Judge Gamble wants Hunter B-15 to appeal to General Dox to fight the good fight with them. Hunter B-15 is not certain if that will work. Judge Gamble reminds Hunter B-15 that her words changed her. If they can change her, they can change anyone. The camera tracks back from a hot chocolate and soup dispensing machine. Loki, Sylvie, Mobius and Timely step out of the elevator and walk toward repairs and advancement. Now here it appears that Timely wants to stall. He's like, I made this or I will? I wanna see that. Sylvie is like, trust me, it's not that great. At repairs and advancements, Casey types some command onto the computer and shakes his head disappointed. Casey says, the loom will still overload. Loki introduces Victor to Casey and Obi. Again, it's a fanboy meet. Victor acknowledges that Obi's TVA handbook inspired him all through his life. Obi reveals that he learned everything from a brilliant 19th century inventor named Victor Timely. You should see the expression on Loki's face. Obi says if Timely had the resources, he would be bigger than Einstein. If Obi knows what he who remains looks like, how does he not recognize Victor Timely? What are you hiding, Obi? Obi asks Timely, what did you say your name was? Victor says, Victor. Loki asks, if your work is based on his work and his work is based on your work, Mobius interrupts saying exactly what came first. Obi says, it's like a snake eating its own tail. So the mention of heart of the TVA was in Ouroboros and the explanation of Ouroboros was in the heart of TVA. That's the loop. Both Victor and Obi want each other to inscribe their handbook. They are just fanboying over each other. Sylvie is the only sensible one here. Sylvie says, guys, sorry to break your bromance, but we can fix now and sign later. Yes, finally, someone understands the urgency of the situation. Loki checks with Obi about the plan. Obi shows the mock-up of the loom. Obi is embarrassed by his shoddy work. His model is not to scale. That's a reference to Back to the Future. 
The loom mock-up even has a sign that reads not to scale. When Mobius tells Obi not to be so hard on himself and compliments his work, Obi smiles. Ki-Hui Kwan is just the cutest. Obi is a perfectionist. Obi explains how the throughput multiplier needs to be inserted, aimed and hoofed. Obi says it'll scale the loom and manage the backlog of branches that was created when, looks at Sylvie, someone killed he who remains and released all those branches and ruined my life. Sylvie smiles. To be fair, Obi, you don't have a life. You don't even sleep. Loki asks what I asked in the previous episode. What is the connection between the throughput multiplier and the loom? Casey and Obi explain, the rings of the loom are not wide enough. The throughput multiplier would make the rings big. The only problem is there's too much temporal radiation now. Mobius says, so now it's Loki's turn to go. Loki and Mobius argue about that. Sylvie makes a face because she's surprised these guys are not serious enough. Obi assures it doesn't matter who it is, it's doable. The person just needs to be super fast. Should we get one of the speedsters to do it? Wanda's brother Pietro or Pietro from X-Men or Makari from Eternals. Sylvie says, okay, that's great. So what are we waiting for? Let's do this. Sylvie is me. Don't waste time. Let's get to work. Obi is like, there's another problem. Their throughput multiplier doesn't work yet. Victor shares he had the same problem until he made a prototype. We now get a closer look at the throughput multiplier. Obi reveals integrating it with the device will take a long time. Timely assures that if anyone can do this, it's him and Obi. They shake hands. Sylvie looks at them suspiciously. I have the same suspicion, Sylvie. I have the same suspicion. Loki, Sylvie and Mobius step out of repairs and advancement. Are you guys insane? You can't leave those guys alone. While they walk, Mobius expresses he wants to have some pie. Sylvie can't believe her ears and turns to Mobius. Loki presses the elevator button and the doors open. Sylvie gives Mobius an earful. Pie, what's the matter with you? You dragged me back here begging for help, so you must have some idea of what's happening. Everything is turning to shit and you want to leave it to them while we go have some pie? Great idea, Mobius. Did they edit some scene where Mobius was begging Sylvie? Because I don't recall. Loki says... Sylvie, wait. Sylvie retorts. No, I won't wait. Come on, let's go and get some pie. Why not? It's a great idea. Does it matter that the branches are dying? Clocks don't tick at the TVA, do they? Now Sylvie gets personal. She says, you found out you're a variant and you haven't even looked, have you? It's just another bad day at the office for you. Timelines are just lines on a monitor. Doesn't matter if a few disappear because you've never bothered to look if one of them was yours. Who cares if a few just disappear? Enjoy your pie. I guess this would motivate Mobius to look. Sylvie storms off. Loki follows her. At the holding cell, Brad is trying to rally the detainees so that they'll come up with a plan to escape. General Dox has had enough of Brad's bullshit. She says, We know you sold our plan. Brad is taken aback because he did not know that. I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but the time collars are a lot similar to the ones they put on Wanda in Captain America Civil War in the raft. Hunter B-15 appeals to General Docs to help them protect the TVA from Renslayer and other threats. Hunter B-15 gives them time to think over it. 
She assigns Hunter D90 to help Mobius keep an eye on Timely. Why is it that every time a character is lost in the TVA, they arrive at the automat with pies? Sylvie senses that Loki wants to say something. Loki says, about Mobius, he's just trying to see in the dark like the rest of us. And so we are clear, I asked you for help and you walked away. So Mobius didn't beg. Loki begged Sylvie in the episode Breaking Brad. I thought I missed some scene. I was questioning my sanity here. Sylvie retorts, just so we are clear? No, I didn't. I'm here, aren't I? Again. Loki says, you're only here because you couldn't kill him. Sylvie reveals she couldn't do it because Timely was scared and he who remains wasn't. Maybe he was and she just didn't notice. Sylvie has grown but she's having a hard time accepting that. Loki shares the events of the first Thor film. Thor was banished and sent to Earth. When he came back, he was different, changed somehow. Thor fell in love with Jane. It was Jane's love that changed Thor for the better. Loki thought it was weakness. He mocked Thor, saying, You've gone soft. Sylvie says soft gets you killed. Loki explains that Sylvie sparing Timely's life will save the TVA and many timelines. Sylvie is utterly surprised by Loki's faith in Obi, Timely and Casey. Loki makes his case defending Mobius B-15 Obi and Casey. The surviving branches are courtesy of their efforts. Way to stand up for your friends, Loki. Sylvie still doesn't trust their decisions. She believes it's easier to burn the place down. Loki responds, Sure, burn it down. Easy. Annihilating is easy. Raising things to the ground is easy. Trying to fix what's broken is hard. Hope is hard. Hope is hard. It's not easy to hold on to hope when the evidence points to the contrary. Sylvie points out that that's a lot of hoping and she didn't peg Loki for an optimist. Loki says this is the best option we have. Are you guys sure about that because you did waste a lot of time? I understand Sylvie's apprehension about showing all of this to Timely and expecting him to walk away. Watching him and protecting him from a distance is not different from what the TVA did before. Loki says, you can't just give people free will and then just walk away, Sylvie. That's not how it works. How does it work, Loki? How does it? According to Loki, it's up to them to protect the free timelines and do better than he who remains. Sylvie thinks they are playing God. Over the white shot, Loki walks up to Sylvie and sighs. He reminds her, we are gods. Loki walks away. Sylvie follows. Brad discusses with General Docs what they should do about B-15's offer. Docs believes B-15 has integrity. Brad doesn't trust her. A time door appears. Renslayer and Miss Minutes walk through. Renslayer tries to get Docs and her team on her side by instigating against Hunter B-15. Renslayer offers life on the sacred timeline in exchange for helping her. Only Brad Wolf is interested in that deal. Brad's expressions make it explicitly clear. General Docs and her team refuses. Miss Minutes disappears, switches on the time cube machine and reappears. What a B-I-T-C-H! Everyone other than Brad is caught in the time cube and crushed. Renslayer is cold but you should check the expression on Miss Minutes face. She's relishing every single moment of the crushing with a grin. General Docs says, 
How does it feel knowing that all of us here would rather die than follow you through that door? Hmm? Brad can't even look at General Dox and her team getting crushed. Renslayer takes Brad along. At repairs and advancement, KCOB and Timely are assembling the device. Mobius comes in to check on them with some hot cocoa. When Mobius asks, Victor Timely says everything is going according to plan. What plan? Whose plan? Talk about the device, man. Timely is fascinated at the mention of hot cocoa machine. KC and OB realize the diagnostic stopped working. Why do I have a feeling that Timely is trying to distract Mobius and others? Timely is not concerned that the tempad is not connecting to the device. Timely goes on to inquire about the hot cocoa machine. What is up with this guy? D90 volunteers to take Timely to the hot cocoa machine. At the holding cell, Hunter B15 is appalled seeing the aftermath of the crushing. Of course they don't show us. Is it all bloody red? B15 tries to access her tempad but Miss Minutes appears on the screen and says, Uh-uh-uh, access denied. This is a reference to Jurassic Park. Cut to the paper cup is being filled with hot cocoa. Timely is about to drink it but offers it to D90 instead. Why did Timely not drink it? D90 takes a sip and is blown by its taste. What's in the hot cocoa? Victor Timely snaps his finger. Why does he snap his finger? Timely now turns to the hot cocoa machine and D90 is pruned. Brad pruned him? There's no way Timely did not spot Brad walking toward them from the hallway. It's a long hallway and you can't miss it. I tried to listen to the sound effect of what comes next very carefully. Initially, I couldn't hear the sound effect of the prune stick dropping. I asked my friend who works on the post-production of the podcast to check it out. They couldn't hear it. Then I tried to hear it and heard something. And then later when I tried hearing it again, I couldn't hear it. The hot cocoa cup drops to the ground. Brad apologizes to D90 and asks Timely the whereabouts of the device. Timely raises his hands in defense. At repairs and advancement, Obi tries to figure out the issue and realizes all files are being corrupted in real time. Obi checks if Mobius downloaded unauthorized games. He did not. Obi comes to the realization that Miss Minutes has taken control of all the systems. That's why the temp pads were not working. Mobius tells them to grab the multiplier while he gets timely. In the hallway, it begins with the close-up of the spilled cocoa, which looks like the outline of Victor Timely's hairdo. Mobius, Obi and Casey are looking at the spilled cocoa and the dropped prune stick. Loki and Sylvie arrive and Loki questions what's wrong. Timely is gone, Miss Minutes is back and B-15 walks out of the elevator. B-15 informs everyone about the death of General Dox and her team. Sylvie suspects Renslayer is back. B-15 checks if the multiplier is ready. OB reveals theoretically yes, but without Victor Timely, they can't open the blast doors. You should have scanned his live temporal aura the moment he entered the TVA. Amateurs. Loki picks up the prune stick. Mobius wonders where Renslayer could have taken Timely. Loki assures that they are still in the TVA. 
Brad drags Timely to the war room where Renslayer and Miss Minutes are waiting. Timely pretends to care about them saying he's glad to see them okay. Renslayer is not interested in Timely's lies. Neither am I. Renslayer threatens that she would kill Timely in the time cube if he doesn't comply. Timely has something to say to the ladies that they would like. What is that? It's all a part of he who remains his plan. We see a shot of the temporal loom about to explode. Loki and Sylvie are running through the hallway of the TVA. TVA code 1127 is announced. It's the same code we heard in the episode Ouroboros. Loki and Sylvie reach the elevator and Loki presses the button. It takes forever to open the elevator door. Sylvie gets in and as Loki is about to enter the elevator doors close. Loki is left behind. Sylvie suggests Loki take the stairs. Take the stairs. Hit the stairs. Woman on PA says, Total loom failure imminent. OB, Mobius, Casey and B-15 arrive at the loom room. We see past time slipping Loki running through the TVA. Sylvie's elevator stops, so she hot wires it to make it functional. Past time slipping Loki looks in the direction where the phone is ringing. Present non-time slipping Loki arrives near the elevator and spots the past time slipping Loki. The timer has turned green. Sylvie pushes to open the elevator door spots past time slipping Loki and says, There you are. Present non-time slipping Loki prunes the past time slipping Loki. I had ruled this option out because I was under the impression that the future Loki was also time slipping. But he was not. If that were the case, he could have pruned himself. But it wasn't, so he prunes his past time slipping self. Past Loki is pruned. Loki tells Sylvie, I promise you this will make sense. The telephone starts to ring. Loki answers. The whole thing is shot like a scary scene. Loki says, hello, it's Obi on the line. Obi says, about time, what's taking you so long? Loki reveals, Miss Minutes is sabotaging everything, slowing us down. That's saboteur. Obi suggests he could take her offline if he reboots the system. Mobius is like, yeah, reboot the system. Obi's apprehension is that they lose the entire safety system, which includes turning off the magic dampeners. Loki and Sylvie yell in unison over the phone. Turn it off! So it's just magic dampeners. No runes that were stopping people from using magic at the TVA. Should have guessed. TVA was designed by an inventor, not a witch. Timely explains Renslayer and Miss Minutes on how the device works and they are running out of time. Miss Minutes realizes someone is trying to reboot the system. She glitches, so whatever she says sounds like she's stuttering. Timely is like, mocking just isn't necessary. Miss Minutes says her final words to Timely. Victor, I need to tell you, tell you, I need to tell you, you'll never be him. It's like Loki telling Thanos in Infinity War, You'll never be a god. You've got to check Timely's reaction. He's not at all bothered. When the lights go out, Renslayer sends Brad outside to check what's wrong. Brad looks around the hallway scared. He switches on the prune stick. 
As he steps to the end of the corridor posters, you can see Loki's silhouette. I guess I can see in the dark. Night vision. Loki says, what do you say, X5? Fancy a rematch? Sylvie appears from behind and enchants Brad. The lights come on. Brad enters the war room and comments on Renslayer's and Timely's coziness. Brad takes Renslayer to the side away from Timely. Sylvie, as Brad says, I didn't think I would see you again so soon. Loki and Sylvie rescue Timely. Brad prunes Renslayer. She'll now be in the void facing Elioth in the next episode. Timely is now asking for directions from Loki. He thanks both of them for saving his life. Loki says it's time to return the favor. Brad's enchantment wears off. In the loom room, the scanner is set to scan the temporal aura. Timely is hesitant, worrying if it's safe. Loki assures him it is. The scan is done. Male automated voice welcomes he who remains. Blast doors open. The loom is in a much worse shape than it was before. They don't have time. Loki volunteers to put on the suit. Timely offers to do it. His reasoning is that it has to be him. He has to do it. Weird choice of words. Why does it have to be you, Victor? His other argument is something wrong could happen and he knows how the multiplier works. Obi intervenes saying no time to argue. What is your game plan? Obi explains what to do and Victor listens and puts his head down toward the end as if he knows something. Victor tells Loki, time to be brave. Obi wishes Timely good luck and Timely mumbles to himself, time to be brave. Sylvie checks how long would Timely have. Obi says not long. Loki is sure Victor will make it. Mobius is apprehensive. Sylvie is just as confident as Loki. The moment Timely steps out on the deck, he turns to spaghetti. The weird thing is nothing happens to the throughput multiplier. It just drops to the deck. I don't even have an ounce of sympathy for Victor Timely. He was a con man. He deserved every bit of it. Everyone reacts horrified. Everyone is questioning what happened. Where is he? He's gone. It's over. Only B-15 asks, is he dead? What did we do wrong? No one knows what happened. Even Loki says, I don't know. The temporal loom explodes. A blinding light makes everyone squint. All react scared. The blinding temporal light fills the loom room. We see a close-up of Loki's face scared as the intensity of temporal light increases. He shuts his eyes. The screen glitches and cuts to black. Are you kidding me? I'm not falling for your cliffhanger. The episode shouldn't just be about the cliffhanger. I was disappointed with the episode. You guys wasted a lot of time to get to the point. Next episode, Multiversal Groundhog Day. You'll be correcting all the mistakes you've made in this episode until you get it right. Sylvie still has He Who Remains as Tempad. Sylvie and Loki can use their magic since the dampeners are off. I don't want to get my hopes up for the next two episodes. But please don't disappoint me. You can listen to the awesome pod mix and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts and Good Pods. If you like what I'm doing, you can support me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash awesome pod mix. 
Thanks for listening.